doing beautiful 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 listeners of our episode hello hello everybody we're happy to have you this is gonna be a great episode you guys see the contrast i come with energy and the audience like come with the smooth this like sensual feel like yeah i'm trying to swoo you away and put you in his carriage he's gonna take off into canada like, you know, someplace else. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably not Canada, but maybe. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We are the top five guys, and we are here to talk to you about the best female albums of all fucking time. No guys allowed. Well, no guys allowed. We don't like men. We're, we're At this point in time, we're not even men ranking this list. That's how, that's how much it's not even allowed. The criteria is... When all women have to be involved, if it's multiple, if it's multiple people, they have to all be women. They have to all be women. So th- there's no cranberries gone, the Fuji's gone, black eyed peas gone. Um, anybody who had uh, any severance of a dangalang, yes, thrown off the bus. We don't want you on this fucking list. Yes, this is top female albums of all time. Yes. With that being said, doing our ventures. All right, we diving into. Album. I don't have any. So okay, I'm not gonna lie. Or I do have one. I have a few. I should have. A few. So we record our episodes in like like threes. So this I put a lot of fucking hours into this. So this one yes. I dived into heaven. I put at least three weeks hardcore every day of going through albums, and it was tough. When it comes to the power rankings of this shit, as I was doing it, it was up and down, slide around, around. But it was one of the most funnest experiences I've ever had in my life. Because I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna keep it real with you guys, okay? I'm gonna keep it real. As a man, as a as a boy growing up, being born in the '90s, uh, we're a little more misogynistic then, okay? Yes. So growing up, I always thought it, I would be a sissy or I would be less manly if I was to listen to woman music, woman albums, R even R and B, right? I I, I didn't listen to woman albums. I just nope. did it because I was a misogynist, and that's so happens we grew up in the '90s. You, you, that's the shit was embedded in me, yes. and uh, I was wrong. But now. As I'm sitting today, and listen back. As I'm listening back, I am so fucking thankful that we did this topic because I've expanded myself, my ears, my everything to broaden horizons, and I discovered new shit that I will keep bumping until the day I die. I agree. All right. So with that being said, we start off with honorable mentions. Um, uh, honorable mentions I have. I'm pulling them as we speak, but um, one of them on the list is "Anti" by Rihanna. Um, anti uh, that, that album has uh, this kind of staying power that I have noticed mm. with women. That a lot of women um, are you talking? Are you talking about from a woman perspective or your perspective? No, women perspective. Okay. Well, my perspective, observing women. Okay, but um, anti is. I mean, it, it has uh, its effect. It's outside of numbers. It's it's very much like uh, like, a, like a cult favorite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like basically, you, if you look at the raw numbers, you won't see it. But if you look at how many people know it or how people who resonate with it and held in high regard, then you see why. Yeah. So okay. that's yeah. But yeah, that's it. Um, oh. that's that's uh that and uh I want to say like a daydream by Mariah Carey. I don't know. Ooh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that was the early nineties one, right? The nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. about it. Um, okay, so for me, um, I don't know how you did this list. I didn't do this list on the perspective of a woman. I did this list as a perspective of myself as a listener yes. and, and how I digested, not yeah. to say how it impacted woman culture. Or, like, for yeah. example, like I'm not putting Nicki Minaj, not Nicki Minaj, or I'm, she's not on my list, but like Meg The Stallion, right? Because I don't listen to that music. I didn't, I didn't like it, right? No, it's not a, meant for me. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't yes. matter how empowering it is for females. Yes. All, my whole list is about how I, t- I list took it as a, yes. as a subjective listener. And with that said, I've noticed a couple of trends as I go through this. I kind of want to say them um, before I dive in, just so you can understand where my head was at. Number one, newer music have the, has the advantage. Is that fair? That's fair. 
um, just because evolution of music, blah, 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 blah. Music gets better as we go. Yeah. Also, people who use actual real instruments, they had the real advantage. When you're looking at people who didn't use have instruments, uh, not real instruments, but I should say like synth pop, like yeah. Lady Gaga. It, it does not age Oof. well. Oof. Like fucking um, uh, some Spice Girls age. Well. It, it was it was uh, you know it was wavery. No, you're right. You're right. Live music, yes, yes. Raw talent has has an advantage. Yeah, exactly. You have to have actual live instruments. It makes you it makes you have staying more staying power. You, yes, you can does. be played throughout any generation, and it's not like oh my gosh, that's very early two thousands. Turn that shit off. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely right. Authenticity is key. I think for when it came from me when it came to these albums, because there's a lot of albums out there. When you breaking down the best female albums of all time. That's a lot of fucking albums. Okay, so yeah. being authentic, being true to yourself, and not just having a collection of good songs, but rather having a story or a message or a meaning or a purpose behind your album other than let's collect this paycheck and make good poppy songs. So for that was how I kind of came on my list here. I'm going to start with my honorable mentions again. It's another extensive honorable mentions list. I'm sorry. I have a lot of free time. All right, number one, At Last, 1961, Etta James. At Last, and I forgot I albums are like like albums back then were like only like two or three songs, right? Well, no, it was it was more than that. It was it was like a nine album. It was it was a lot of songs, but the reason why I chose it because I wanted to have women throughout the history. And when you think of sixties music, Etta James is, is the voice. She she is the voice. There's a reason why they had Beyonce play on Cadillac Records, right? Yeah. It's because she was she was the deal in the sixties. Yeah. I feel that. Um Diana by Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was a good album. I just don't like eighties music. It was it was chill. It was chill. Um, Whitney Houston, 1985, self-titled album. Okay, one thing about self-titled albums. Okay, can we agree or can we not agree? Is that just like a mirror-watching masturbation? Is that like watching yourself having sex with the mirror above you? Like, is, is naming an album after yourself, is there any other bigger ego stroke? There is not, and I, I'm all for it. And okay. a debut okay. album, but you can't do it like in your third fucking album. Only off top, only off rip. It has to be so. Can't, so like Beyonce, Beyonce had her, her self titled album Beyonce. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the Beehive. I don't. I don't want to make it home safely. Oh, we we will eventually. I yes. promise you that. Um, so the thing about Whitney Houston, she has the best pipe without any question of all time. She's the best singer. Um, the only thing that turns it off for me is a lot of her songs in the eighties and eighties. It was not real instruments half the time, and um. She just needed more edge. She needed a little more edge. Can we agree upon that? Whitney Houston needs a little more. In her music? In her music. You don't think so? Oh, yes. It's in her music. It could have used more edge, but edge didn't sell for black women. Mm, mm. That's why. That's the only reason why I went up. Because right. I'm pretty sure somebody who would date by Brown and and obviously, um, you know, they were, they were, they fit like a glove. Let me say that. Her and Bobby Brown were. We're, we're locking steps. I think she had a lot of edge. <laughs> she had a lot of edge. I'll say that. <laughs> but just the way she presented it. Yes, yeah, so as far as artistic. Her music, yes, yeah. Okay. It was very reserved. It was very for pop. You're right. Yes. Yeah, I think it's also interesting. One thing you have to keep in mind when we talk about these albums is the time frame. Okay. Yes. So it's like Etta James, for example. Remember the time frame of what it was? Or Diana Ross. Like the. The other music that was around them, their peers, and how they impacted music afterwards. Yes. That is also something that's very prominent when I talk about these these albums. Another self-titled album, Brandy, 1994, honorable mentions. I feel like her album, maybe her and as well as fucking Aaliyah, they had the sound in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. There was a, you see, actually, can we talk about Aaliyah real quickly? Yeah. What do you think about the album cover of Age is Just a Number? I I don't remember the album cover. Go ahead and pull it up. Go ahead. Have fun. Have fun pulling it up. Um, all right, so for those of you who don't know, Brandy and Aaliyah, they were both really young when they when they hit the scene. They're like in their, they're teenagers, probably like 15 years old. And they literally changed the game. 
it's kind of interesting too when you think about it, of how many times teenagers have an impact on music and culture. We'll kind of dive into that a little bit as well. I'm waiting for Yanni to. Age is just a number. Pulling it up. Let's pull out the, the images for it. Uh, who is the fuck is that in the background? Yes. Yes. That's that's a question. Is that R. Kelly? Is that R. Kelly's perpetrating that, ass in the background? Fucking Kel's in the background. R. Kelly Yo. perpetrating ass in the background of age is just an... Aaliyah was 15 years old when she made this album. R. Kelly's perpetrating ass is blatant. It was how did we not see this? How did no one see this at the time? This was blatant. This was like this nigga's in the, in the cover of the album, bro. In the cover of the album. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna cop out and say that. Listen, this is our parents' fault. This is your fault, <laughs> I was playing Legos. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys let this happen? Okay, especially in our in our especially in our hyper you know righteous community of Twitter whatnot. We wouldn't let this shit slide. No, it was it was a different world in the '90s. It was. So so for those who don't know, R. Kelly had a relationship with Aaliyah when she was a teenager. Yep. Um, and that was everyone just let it slide. It was and, well and it was just very. Look at the album cover of Age is Just a Number with Aaliyah. It's just yeah. uh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. All right, I'm keep moving on. Um, Daydream by Mariah Carey. That made my honorable mention. That is um, yes. Mariah Carey's best album. By far, easily. Um, before then, she was very Whitney Houston like. She wasn't as talented, but she was very soft. And yeah. this was when she first started. Not that wasn't a lot of edge, but it was a little edge. It was a little yes. more pop. This was um, the fantasy that oh my, what's yeah, you done? It's, it's like a coming of age. I was like, okay, she's not a girl anymore. This is a woman, and she's coming for your spot. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, like, it's happening. Maybe edge wasn't the right word. There's more a beat tempo it wasn't it was less singing and more a better saying, song that's what i'm saying like you you know what you want you know what you're looking for as a musician when you you hear you see it you know it you right. know yeah all right moving on diary of alicia keys 2003 mm, um so it was a good album um it was a little less r&b than i remember actually it was a little more it had a little more hip-hop in there uh yep. oh, it was cool back to black amy winehouse that this one almost made my list i'm not even gonna lie this was a good album it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Have you listened to it? That was a time. I, I didn't listen to it, but I remember um, certain songs being played from back then. Yeah, they had the rehab. I want to maybe go to yeah, rehab, which, which is probably her worst song. But the thing about this album that I found interesting was that um, she kind of had a Motown feel, man. She she literally there's something about these British women and they that British people emphasize soul for some reason. And man, it was a soulful ass album. Yes. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Ah, so I have two more of my honorable mentions. All right. I know this is lengthy. I'm sorry. No, it's not lengthy. I'm, I'm waiting for you to 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 miss rank things. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just listening to you. Just waiting for the critique. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's cool. Okay, so I'm gonna go since until now I've set them off in alphabetical or numerical order when they're released. I'm gonna juggle it up now. Um, Billie Eilish was actually in consideration. I haven't heard of Billie Eilish any more music. What happens when you're sleeping? It was it was interesting. You know how we how we talked a little bit about how Brandy and Aaliyah kind of had a tone for what the 90s was? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Billie Eilish has. She she understands the music of the modern day age and she kind of taps into it. Okay. Uh, so I think that's why it's it's too early for it to be considered a top album of all time, but I'm curious to see how this album is going to age because it she she's talented for sure. And you might have this on your on your list. I'm sure you might have this on your list. Then just keep it to yourself if you do. Okay. Well, you looked at me and asked you wanted to know if I have it so bad. It's okay. I do. I do. A seat at the table by Solange. Um, Shit. This. I feel convicted now. I wanted to put this album on this so bad, uh, but I can't because there is no 
there is no A plus song. There is no song that is a hit. There is no song that is okay. legendary. Though it's it's the Nose's best song. It's the Nose's best album. Beyonce Solange. This is the best album that any Nose has ever made. Okay, I repeat that. I stand by that. Beyonce has better songs, but she has not had an album that hit and that was more authentic and that was more real. No, of course not. No. Than this Solange album. No. The only thing holding Solange album down is that it doesn't have a banger. Doesn't have a banger. Doesn't have something that's gonna be memorable for okay. forty years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and as we've we found out in previous episodes, it's it's better to have a spearhead than to have everything just be equal. Right, exactly. You need something yeah. to stand out. You need something yes. to last. Yes. Um. All right. Last one. I have a story. My last honorable mention. Okay. okay. So once upon a time when I was living in St. Cloud, all as right. a young pup, I had a lot of odd jobs. Okay. One of these jobs I was working at a factory. Yes. And being broke, college student at the time, I didn't have no car, mm-hmm. so I had to go to the bus stop regularly to go to my job. Mm-hmm. For some one particular day. I met this crackhead. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was it, it was a bit of a kind crackhead. Yeah. A talkative crackhead, but yeah. a genuine. It was a genuine. I had a genuine conversation with the crackhead. Yeah. It was pleasant. Pleasant crackhead. Um, I don't know how the conversation started, but all I remember is she looked deep into my eyes and she said something with so much conviction, and like I had to believe her. She said something with so much passion, and like it was. My belief in this thing she was saying was the only thing she was clinging on to for, for the rest of her life. This is like I had to believe her. Okay. She said Janis Joplin is the best artist of all time. Okay. Sure. I have no idea who the fuck Janis Joplin is. And up until two weeks ago, I didn't know who Janis Joplin is. But I remember that words from this crazy talking of crackhead. Dive. I did a deep dive in. Crackhead was onto something. Janis Joplin is pretty nice. She has, she was from the 1960s, but she has this way of make herself sound like Etta James, that old, you know, that genuine 60s R&B feel, right? She she has that, okay. but she also has this rock and roll guitar <clears throat> to it, you know? But anyways, the Crackhead was onto something, but she wasn't right enough because it didn't make my list. But I'm right. sorry, Crackhead. I just wanted to acknowledge that <laughs> that your words did <laughs> so mean something to me, <laughs> and I did, I did some investigating, and you were onto something, but I don't think you're entirely right. All right. Thank you. I mean, that's the end of my honorable mentions. All right. <laughs> Are you ready to get into this? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to get into this, and I'm going to start it off with Matt probably killing me, but it's okay. Number five. Number five is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Ooh, number five. Yeah, I know it. Number five, Yanni. So you did it. You knew it. You knew. You knew it was gonna wild me the fuck up. Yanni. I already knew. I already knew. Number five. Yes, number five. Okay, okay, so, okay. Let's go. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is a great album. This album won a lot of Grammys. It 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 it's obviously Lauren Hill's. Um, from what I understand, her only work to date, or maybe one of her two, if you want to count some like acoustic shit that she did, literally has inspired. Um, female musicians, not only rappers, like uh, not not only females. Right, I was gonna say not only females. She inspired a lot of people. I mean, this was a heavy album. This album was it was a cultural reset. I know people say it or not, but it actually was. No, it, this influenced Kanye, yes. which in turn influenced Drake. This influenced a whole different way. This, this introduced a new way of creating hip hop. Yes, and you ranked it as number five. Yes, I did. Go ahead. Why? So the reason why is is although. This album, uh, you know, it, it has this great and, and lengthy uh, impact. Uh, I'm looking for the replay value. Really? Yeah. I 
you don't you don't like X Factor. You don't. You, no, no, no. I'm 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 saying saying. When's last time you listened to to when's last time you listened to this education before the before we started this topic? When's last time you listened to it? Um, occasionally, occasionally, every once in a while, every once in a while, bro. There's songs out there that I'm, are, at, I'm just asking you when, when, how often you listen to it. But how often do I listen to a lot of things? The backwards, right? We don't go backwards a lot. Unless they're our, our favorite, right? Unless they're our favorite, we yeah, don't so go backwards. Our favorite, a lot. You're right, you're right. But I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, is you know, I'm just we go through X Factor, yes, do up thing, yes, um, yes, you uh-huh. know. One thing that's that's completely slept on, can't take my eyes off you. I knew you said, come on, man, yeah. Come on, man. I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. So, so you, so you, so what you're saying. Not, so what you're saying ultimately is that this song just isn't good enough to be number one. No. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear your argument that there is no, there. I, I can't even say it because there, there is great songs in it, man. There, there are songs that have lasting power and that are gonna be memorable think, for a long here's time. The, here's the thing. I think that lasting power is two things. Either you have one of these two things, or you don't. Lasting power either is a centralized, uh, I want to say attack, but a centralized like um, influence on one group, or it's fucking irresistible, and it's neither of those. No, 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 no. That's where you're wrong. Because lasting power, you when you change the culture, when you change the way people perceive music, that's lasting power. When you change the whole whole concept, when you create. She didn't create a, a genre, but it, it almost felt like she created a genre. The rapping and the singing and the and the whole spiritualistic of it and the whole vibe of it was something at the time. To put it back in the context, because you're comparing this album to shit we're hearing in 2020. Listen, at the time, no, what I'm saying is, 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 is like perfect example. 808 and Heartbreak changed hip hop, correct? It changed music. I don't think it. I don't think it changed hip hop. It definitely changed music. Uh, hip hop. Hip hop is a, a, a subcategory of music. You know what I'm saying, but it changed it whatnot. But at the end of the day, it and Heartbreak's not gonna get the most replay value out of all Kanye stuff. You know what I'm saying? So just 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 because you change things doesn't mean that's the best. It, okay. Those things are, you so know, you're saying because this album it was impactful, but it wasn't a good album. That's what you're saying. That's yes. that's a good argument. I, I hear your argument. Yes, but I would disagree with you again. There are songs on here that are fucking amazing, fam. No, there are Zion songs that that tail off, and it's just like okay, this is this is this is a sharp tail off from what I just heard. I th- to the song. Well, we'll get, I have this on my list. If we're doing an aggregate score. The, the the good songs tend to pull down some of the songs that we look back with rose with rose colored glasses. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you guys who are new to Top Five Guy, what we do every once in a while is we use grades to determine albums. We, do. we use GPAs, right? Yes, if, we do. If, if Lauren, if Miseducation of Lauren Hill had a GPA, so if you man, so, when it came out, yes, obviously it was A plus. Da, 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 da. Everything was A plus because it was groundbreaking. Yes. So you're saying look on a look back, being honest right now, uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. That's that, that's a that's a. Uh, from being nice, it's a B plus album. It's a B minus. Wow. It's a B. It's a B album. A B. It's a B album. I'd say it's an A minus. I'd say there's a lot of A pluses on there. Or I like Zion. That's what I'm saying. Zion was but powerful. That's what I'm saying. But that's saying like, X Factor. Without naming the the the, 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 the great songs, whatnot. The other ones that you're not even mentioning, whatnot. Those pull those ones down, though. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's an aggregate. So that's what I'm saying. It's an aggregate score. Right? Okay. Okay. So you're saying it's too many songs. If, yes. if, she, if, she, if she would have cut it, if she would have took out four songs and just you know took out a couple of those C's, it would brought the GPA up. Yes. I hear you. I hear you. But we could dive this a little bit more. I, I think the lasting impact of this album is much more to be number five. But yeah. So that's my number five. Okay. My number five. See, you guys remember when I was, when I was happier in, in, in this podcast before hearing Yanni talk the shit on Ms. Education <laughs> Lord Hill? On, I never did that. I, remember remember I was happier at that time? The reason why I was happy because I discovered this album. This album, more actually, it's more this song. 
I played this song to Yanni twice since he's been in my house. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been trying to put Yanni onto the song. It's because I love this fucking song. I don't know what it is about this song that I'm so uh, appealed to or that attracts me to it. It's literally a song about a lesbian picking up another chick mm-hmm. and, and possibly may or not boinked her. She says a plunge. I don't know what plunge is. Oh, wow. But she plunged her. Wow. And uh, it's, it's, it's just a song that, em- that emphasizes freedom and, and passion. And it's off this album. This album was actually a pretty good album. And actually, it is regarded as the first punk rock album of all time. This album is Horses by Patti Smith. 1975. Yanni is blatantly confused. He has no idea what to say or to think because he has never heard of this before. But no worries. I came to here to marinate you guys with some delicious Matt voice. All right. <laughs> the reason why this album is great is because she has a way of of she created punk rock with this right so she has a freedom to about a freedom yeah. about her she has a straight authentic freedom like there is when you listen to the song there is no pop chorus verse chorus verse chorus verse yeah. you know what i'm saying there there is just her and and her, her her band being passionate and free with her music and just saying how she felt and it started off with gloria which yeah. was the song I was talking about. Probably the best rock song of all time. Gloria. G-L-O-R-I-A. Yes. This song. I don't know what it is about this song, but it makes me feel so free. It makes me feel so... What's the right word? Not rebellious. Um, Feels like rebellious. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a rebellious undertone to it. It's, it's just... It's, can't, I mean, I can relate to the lyrics in a sense, but it's literally a song about her picking up chicks. But there's something about it that just gravitates me. Anyways. I think first here is that impact on with musicianship Along with our liking to it, our assessment of it, yeah, 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 I think that's a good way to describe it because yes. this album it was impact because she when you create a new fucking yeah. genre, that is next level shit. Like when you when you create, she created punk rock. So the reason why punk rock is why it's punk rock is because yeah. you can play it in your fucking garage. It's just you could be a couple of kids. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have yes. to study music your whole fucking life to do punk rock. All you need to know, like what she did, she has three chord songs. So all, if those of you who play guitars, that's three different notes. And just play it over and over again, and you make beautiful, simple, but beautiful music. That's authentic. That's real. That is not like cookie cutter. That's not meant to appease a popular audience, but it's meant to be an expression, right? And that's what this album was. It was literally a form of expression all throughout. She had literally an album or a song where she's talking about her father dying and how he felt and how he he went through this weird psychedelic. By, by the way, she was on a lot of LSD when she made this album. I had she she had to be. Anyways. <laughs> Just the passion behind it, man. It was a good fucking album. Check it out. Check out Gloria. That's my vibe right now. If you want to know what Matt's listening to right now, he's listening to Gloria. Check out this Gloria by Patty Smith. I can't hate off it because I don't know it, but you know what? I'm going to trust Matt. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for trusting I'm trusting Matt this time. I have no choice, but I'm going to trust him. Number four. <sighs> my number four. Oh, man. I'm going to really get in trouble here, but that's going to happen. Number four is uh, Pink Friday by Nicki Minaj. Okay, so so <laughs> all right, the fact this man couldn't say I knew you were gonna do that. The fact he couldn't say with no passion or no <laughs> oh conviction. My God, that's how you know. I knew you were gonna do it. That's how you know this man is just, is just kind of he's flipping it as it goes. Okay, why? I'm not flipping it as I go. I I, I can't in good conscience. It feels you know what it feels like. It feels like I, I don't know where Lauren Hill's from. I don't. But oh my gosh! Yeah, I just, it just hit me. You put Pink Friday oh over Miss Education Hill. Anyway, so let's just get out of the way. You're gonna oh my god! Yes, no, it, it just dawned on me. The, the Yo, impact. you can let it dawn on you. Oh wow! Yeah, go ahead. Explain. I'm gonna explain my 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 which one call. I don't yeah. know where she's from, but 
I feel like me just giving a homage pick to Lauren Hill and album, and you're saying giving a homage pick whatnot, and watching the effect because the album came out in 1998, so I've got to watch it for shit over two decades and watch the effect, and it had an effect. But at the same point in time, the effect that Pink Friday has is larger than Lauren Hill's. That it's not. It does not have the staying power. There is no, no staying no, no, power. No, no, no. There is no listen, staying listen, power behind Pink Friday. Listen, People listen, have forgot about the album listen, ten listen, years listen, later. Listen, it's gone. Listen, it's an afterthought. Who? When was the last time you listened to Pink Friday, Yanni? You want to ask me that question about education Lauren Hill? When was the last time you listened to Pink Friday? More recently than Lauren Hill's album. That's a goddamn that's lie. Not true. That's not true. Oh, that's my God. You're, you're, not, no, I'm not. When, when do you hear Pink Friday on the radio? When do you hear it anyway? When do you hear what, what, The same time. First of all, the radio is dead. But I hear Pink Friday more often than I, than I, than I have any from Lauren Hill. Let me be honest. You're a liar, I'm Yanni. Not, no I'm one's not. playing Pink Friday. No one's no, fucking well, no cares equally, about Pink Friday. Listen, listen, I'm saying no one's playing both albums or not. No, no. People play People are still, I promise you people are still playing. Where? Who? Where? I still play every once in a while. Oh, it's a good I, album. No, stop. When it comes to album, if you have a consistent theme to it, it's a bonus. It's a plus, right? So this album, Miss Education Lower Hill, has a zen to it. It has a certain atmosphere it creates when you're playing that album, right? This You can listen to Miss Education Lower Hill when you're chilling by yourself, uh, playing 2K, whatever you know, the case may be. You know, it's chill. It's no, chill it out has, music. That thing has, has, more, has more of a um, wider base of where you're going to play it. I agree. Because more people like it. More wider audience as well. Okay. You're right, that's true. But at the same point you time, lost already. You no, pink. Why? What's your up with your attachment to Peak Friday? I'm telling this you, this is the second you know, episode. It's not mathing, okay? Listen, let me tell you something. It's not mathing. People don't cape for people don't cape for Lauren Hill. If her album was so great, why people are not caping for her like that? Because she she's been around. She just hasn't released another album because she kind of threw in the towel. That's why. Because people people have been begging another album from Lauren Hill for years. Uh, they but did she it, they did it all the way into like 2000 and. I would give it 2010. And no one's it. begging for another Nicki Minaj album. Well, yeah, cause that's because that's that's she decided to attach herself to a rapist. Yeah, whose fault is that, Tom? That's her fault. Yes. But li- listen, honestly, Nicki Minaj had the game, has the game in her hands. Nicki Minaj literally raps better than most Bro, guys you, you are You are just floating in recency bias. This is, I'm this not. Is, this is a hu- it's not that recent I have either. Not heard, I have not, I, listen, I have not heard a major artist that raps better than Nicki Minaj bar for bar. Nope. So, so okay, okay. So you say the reason talent, why, yes, talent, talent wise, she washes a lot of men and and damn near any musical, any any female rapper. So the sole reason why you're putting it above Miss because Education Lauren Hill is because she's rapper. a better because she's a better she's rapper, the best female rapper. Is the, is, we're not rating who's the best rapper. Rating the, who, what's the best album? And yes, not and, and, and the album is still. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not, bro. Let's pull up Peak Friday, bro. I, you, uh, you, you're just. This, I'm hurt. I'm literally. You can be hurt. You can be hurt all you want. Like, I'm, I'll, I'm gonna die on this hill. This. I'll die on this hill. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. What the hell? I'm willing to die on. It's fucking wrong hill, buddy. All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll die there. Roman's Revenge. What, what other songs? What, what other songs that you think is it's outshines the miseducation? You know, another thing about missing the fucking interludes, bro. Come on, man. The interludes with the kids talking about love. You didn't. You didn't enjoy that. You didn't find no. 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 You're, you're just a sad, sad man, Yanni. I'm sorry. You're you're just you just you, you don't like love. How do you? I don't know. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. That's my number. That's my number four. I'm staying with it. Blazing, come on, man! Moment for life. You think moment for life is better than than doo wop? Oh my god! Get the fuck out of here! All right, moving on. We play. No, it's okay. It's all right. I'm let it rock. No, you... if we play moment for life, that's the thing. Is it's involuntary. It's very much in the same way. Me and Matt did an episode. I don't know if you're gonna hear it. We did an episode about um, '90s pop songs. I'm not gonna talk about it or not. But that's the thing. Is it's it's about what? Mind you. Your reach is about is is about as long in my case, a high gauge it is, as as long as people can involuntarily spout out your music, without even without even realizing they're doing it. 
And moment for life, people are gonna rap moment for life bar for bar more times than a rap. Anything oh, can, that's a fucking oh, lie. Okay, okay. And the thing is, it's oh, not gonna be timeless either because, like I said, when it comes down to for it to be timeless, you have to have real instruments. All the other shit uh, stuff you, I'm seeing. That's not true. That's not true. No, it is true. That's not true. You, you, you think so? You don't I think do. so? I okay. Do. Okay. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how well Peak Friday. When you listen yeah, to well, it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, this is well, 2000s. Okay. All right. Everybody that's here, me and Matt are gonna do this. We're gonna probably listen back 10 years from now when Matt has. More kids, and I have. I don't have any more kids. I just have older kids. Ten years from now, in, two, in twenty thirty, we're gonna listen back on this whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. No, how? No one. I don't think this right now. This is a time capsule. Pink Friday is not gonna grow on me as I age. It's not, not. you, but everybody else. Everybody else. It, 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 you here. know what it's like. You know what's, what's like? the best song on Pink Friday? What's the best song? Uh, I would say moment. Uh, I would say uh, come on, moment for life. I would say uh, that song's fucking horrible. I hate that song. I it's, it's, not, I'm, it's, not, it's not. It's the thing. It's not the best song. And uh, I'm not saying it is because you can't but, even name it because there is no other really good songs on this album. There's no other good songs on this album. Uh, I think there is. Well, go ahead. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it because uh, you're just gonna. You're, all you're gonna do is just argue it down. That's all you're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm that's, fucking that's right. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Because if I say Roman's Revenge or not, although you love M or not, then you're like, oh, I don't, I don't love him. I don't love him. I like him. I don't. You know, we have a battered relationship. Okay, they have a bad. Okay, M and M broke up. All right, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, it's okay. All right, moving on. All right, I have a lot to say more about miseducation of Lord Hell, but you can tell by my response. I'll say I'll save it for later. Yeah, man. it's I'll okay. Save it for All right. Can I ask you a question? Is that on your list? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, it's on my list. I would not ride for it so hard like I am right now. If this shit was on my list, it, it's a, okay. All right, it's okay. a it's a great album. It, it's a great album. Yes. Jeez, I'm just I'm, yeah, okay. Anyways. So this album, it's another self-ego yeah. masturbating self-titled album. All right. Okay, this album was this person's debut album, so it passes yeah. Yanni's criteria test for <laughs> ego stroking. Um, this album was very unique because it was different for its time. So most, so this album was made in 1988. Mm-hmm. So think about the type of music. That, so this is the birth of hip hop. The, the 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 like literally the inklings of hip hop. This is like, the, what what was 1988? Uh, well, uh, what was the first hip hop? Uh, not hip hop array. What was the song I'm thinking of? Uh, Sugar Hill Gang. That song. You know what I'm talking about? Sugar Hill Gang, 70s though, late 70s. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Well, I was wrong. Anyways, this song for its time was very unique because this was like during the time of like hair rock, where like in like Madonna, and it was a lot of synth pop, and it was a very annoying time this for music. This is not Madonna. This is not Madonna. Who is this then? So this is someone who came out with the acoustic guitar, a nice little little sl- slight dread, you know. And uh, she made one of the most powerful, meaningful. Um, didn't have a lot of great songs, but it had a lot of important songs. It had probably one of the biggest songs that you remember. This album is Tracy Chapman by Tracy Chapman. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, fuck. So. I, 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 you know what? Before we even get this far, this, this if there's any reason I lose this game, it's not putting Tracy Chapman on my list. For some stupid reason, I did not do this. And you know what? This is this is the problem. I know I'm spouting off right now. This is the problem where you get in your own head. There's an episode before this or after this where Matt got in his own head and he made a mistake and he lost the episode. And this is probably what I'm going to lose. I love fucking Tracy Chapman. <laughs> I do. And for me not to be able to put Fast Car on there, Ooh. I'm fucking mad. And I'm mad that Matt even picked up on it. If I, if I, if I had omitted her off the list when Matt didn't pick up on it, I'd be okay. No, but now that Matt picked up on it, I'm very, very mad. You know, I'm, I'm going to let you know. So I had power rankings. So I'm, I'm going to put it away in my power rankings. Tracy Chapman, before this morning, she was outside my, my power rankings and had Solange in there, right? I had mm-hmm. Solange in I there. And not Tracy Chapman. I had to think. I was like, yo, is Solange going to have any song? Like Fast Car? Fuck. Do, do, There's a few do, human beings that have songs like Fast do. Car. That song, that song is still played inside of Target. It has it, it has a lot. Well, and the thing, all right, so 
that song kind of embodies the whole album. So the album is literally it's it's not to get depressing again, but it's about suffering. It's yeah. literally so the things she talks about in this album is about racism, domestic abuse, yep. poverty, mm-hmm. um, capitalism, po- political and social. She talks about all this shit in this album. She did it while playing guitar by herself, and she her voice is so harmonic and so unique. Yo, she has this one song on this album. It's called Behind the Wall. No instrumentals. No no anything. It's about domestic abuse, but it's so powerful it's so powerful i was like damn it's just her voice just her voice and and, and the lyrics it's not just the voice but the lyrics behind it yeah i'm just i'm just hurt i'm just hurt i i I knew better i i I got in my i got in my own head because it's the thing it's just like when i did the other episode i was like in my bag this episode like okay i'm kind of worried about matt so i'm like trying to like outdo and i'm going against my instincts i knew good and well i was supposed to put tracy chapman on there you're playing 3d chess tom when when you just i was playing underwater 40 3d chess (laughs) it's okay man and it bit me in the ass i mean so she's kind of one dimensional. This album's kind of one dimensional. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so especially a lot of older albums, especially when you look at the 70s, 80s, 90s, they were more one dimensional. No one put a premium on being diverse in your albums. So tell Lauren Hill, Miss Education, Lauren Hill. All right. All right. But besides that, All right, man. though it's being a, kind of a monotone album, it, man, it's just fucking good and it, it's powerful. It's like it's, it's like, powerful. It's, it's like it's like well made coffee from Seattle. Mm. And looking outside instead of a warm house. Watching the snowflakes, right? Drive. It's good, and I'm I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. It, it's it's soulfulness. I mean, this yeah, uh, this so. she won three Grammy Grammys from this yeah. album. She won uh, best pop vocalist or female pop vocalist, mm-hmm. best contemporary folk album, and best new artist. And yeah, she right. was nominated it's, for four others. So she won yeah, three out of seven. Yeah. She was nominated for. Yeah, I just I'm just I'm just disappointed, man. You're right. Yeah, I, I don't have any I don't have any rebuttal. Fast car. Do 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 do. Driving a fast car. Alright, go ahead. I'm done. I hate you. <laughs> number three. Well, to answer this, the only thing I have to answer this. So this is your number four? This is my number three. Or three. Okay, okay, okay. So this is this is what you say is better than Lord Hill and Pink Friday. Let's hear it. What's better than Lauren Hill and Pink Friday? Alright. Well, this is the only time we've ever got anything out of the Queen. Um, and this is Lemonade by Beyonce. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah. Now we can fucking talk. Yeah, we can fucking talk. So. Yep. Oh yeah. You said the yep. reason why it didn't have Miss Education Lauren Hill on this on yep. this list yep. is because it didn't have songs that were A plus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Please, Yanni, indulge me. On Lemonade, I have, there's an A song. Ale- on Lemonade, there. please indulge me on the A plus song. On the A plus song, man. Ah, please. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of A's. Please. There's a lot of A's. Go ahead. Listen, I'm a guy. Okay, the, the only A plus on that Beyonce has to me whatnot is me, myself, and I. Okay, that's what I know word for. That's for all guys. So just just hold on, just hold on here, hold on. All right? Okay, before we before we dive into this, uh, let's talk about Beyonce for a little bit. Okay, nice. um, there's a reason why I think Solange had uh, the best album with the Knowles, and that is because she is authentic and real within the album. That's what I was gonna say. This is the only album we actually got anything authentic and real out of Beyonce because obviously after Jay-Z got caught with Becky with the good hair. But that doesn't make it good, okay? So so the thing about Beyonce, if you're looking at all of her best songs, it comes off of of, of um, either B-Day or, or the, not Beyonce, um, Sasha Fierce, right? I'm Sasha Fierce, right? Those are where her, a lot of her hits come from. But the problem with those albums, the reason why they didn't make my list, those are a collection of good songs. Beyonce is very commercial. Very Every every song she puts commercial. out is very intentional. She's doing it for the dollar bill. Yes, yes. That's what, saying, that's what I'm saying. I didn't include that one because it didn't resonate. That's the thing. And that's why I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you is that what you're saying is right, and that just shows you how 
and how powerful this was when this came out. Because Lemonade came out, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a difference from the B-Day and the Sasha Fierce, right? Because we actually got to see who Beyonce was yes. as a genuine That's, person, not yes. just a person yes. who is in front of the, the TV screen. Precisely. Along with that, Beyonce took creative control over everything regarding the album. And she, she buried out more, and she did these things. And I think with that, that had, I'm telling you right now, be honest with you outside of like oh, i put a ring on it that it's like this one and like and like i think i would say like to the left outside of some of songs most songs that you're gonna hear when i people are like as far as like people resonate with beyonce 10 years from now is gonna be from lemonade i promise you i i disagree i mean this the reason why lemonade people like lemonade was one the release how it's kind of a sporadic release but also like i said it was authentic it was real people could relate to it and you they like can't do it with any real? other beyonce song but that doesn't make them good songs no i'm not and, saying it and does making it authentic doesn't make it great because no he, and having control over your music doesn't make it great because no. if you look at lauren hill all the shit she talked about, it was shit she, she broke up with Wyclef Jean, and every single song. She didn't break up with Wyclef. Didn't Wyclef when he was trying to just he was just trying to do some fuck nigga shit. He wasn't trying to leave his lady. He was trying to he was trying to enjoy Lauren Hill and then have his lady on the side. Mm. And obviously, um, you know, yeah, there's that. But anyways, back to my point. Yes. You can't knock miseducation of Lauren Hill. Right, because it brings all the reason why you say Lemonade is great is the same reason why Miseducation Lauren Hill is great. It's authentic, it's a real song, personal. Lauren Hill wrote every single song on that album, she produced every single song on that album, so that the creative control argument is out the window. So, how are you putting Lemonade? Over all the- right, fine. I'll make an <laughs> amendment, the second amendment of the year with that. I'll put Miseducation at number three. And put Beyonce at number five. I was, I did it, people. I was able. I was, I broke this man down. I, I broke did. him down. He was not. I, I don't know why. Honestly, I, to be honest, I still don't regret. I still don't regret what I did, whatnot. But I, it's fine. Matt's bringing up facts, and I can't argue against someone. But the only thing I regret, honestly, is still not putting Tracy Chapman there. I was trying to be too woke. I don't know. Sorry, Tracy. But I, I fine. We talk a little about Beyonce because I think she's worth noting when we talk about the best yes. female albums of all time. Yes. Um, I'm worried about her. I think Beyonce. There's a little more Michael Jackson and Beyonce than meets the eye. Yeah, yeah. I say that because she's been famous and the, the, the star, the childhood. She's since, been like, yeah, since she was what 13, 14, 15? Yes. She's been the star. Everyone's attention. We people worship her. Yes. Okay. Literally, people worship her. Yes. I, I'm curious how that impacts the psyche, right? I'm worried about her psyche more than anything because she's who is she? You know what I'm saying? I think that's what made Lemonade so in, appealing to people is because we actually got to peek behind the curtains before she was. I don't know. That's the thing. I, a I robot? Think, that's the thing. I, I think, yes. Obviously, most of Lemonade is being carried by the culture impact. But I think the culture impact is so large. Because the thing is, 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 is that I think people thought Beyonce and whatever energy, you know, Brianna has, they were so stark when not. But they're not stark. It's just that Rihanna has a long time ago tapped into energy and, and, and accepted it. And Beyonce didn't want to acknowledge it. So we just, okay, well, Beyonce never gets mad. Didn't this and this. And then all of a sudden we had this. And it's like, okay, this is here. You know, she has these feelings. She 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 feels strongly about these things, whatnot. She's she's going through these things, and she's has no problem telling everybody, "Fuck you." Okay, okay, okay. So, I, my earlier premise was saying that Beyonce kind of went with whatever it was hot, whatever she knew was get attention, whatever yes. was popular. Is that what she did in Lemonade? Because she knows what's no. hot. Well, let, let me finish. So, so she knows what's hot right now, right? It, she even saw from her sister. People who are authentic right now. People, no, for real. No, this is real shit. Authentic music is the most popular music right now, and because we have, we have social media, we could take a look, literally look at people's lives as as celebrities. So, 
was lemonade just another way for her to adjust to the new? Uh, 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 listen, I mean, I, I know the other was JC Heartbreak, uh, uh, but no. Listen, I was gonna say is that, is that I'm smiling not because of you, it's just, uh, because uh, Marissa is a salon stand, and she'll let you know very quickly that this was way before Solange um, obviously became adopted, adopted as she says by uh, by a community when, when she was making music just in her own bag, just making music because she loved it. She's been a, a Solange fan. And Marissa also feels like, yeah, you know, uh, Beyonce seen his opportunity to, mm-hmm. you know, catch it on on the being real whatnot. Because she but, saw how successful her sister yes, was. Yes, yeah, precisely. But you know, do, do I think that's plausible? Yes, uh, as a way to look at it. But I also feel like that embarrassment of what Jay Z happened. I feel like it broke her, and she's like, I gotta speak on this, but not speak on this because because she never talks about things. She's like, there's a way I can. There's some way where I can meet the the, the uh, you know some kind of middle ground between speaking on this, mm-hmm. but not speaking on this on, on fucking like sixty minutes with fucking da 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 da. Right, because you know I mean? well, think about it, if she didn't make lemonade, right? She, so that that, that scandal happened. You can't just go to your next. Precisely. You can't have another B day album. You have to have you have to I mention. I love my it. man. This, you can't do this. I'm saying. So she she, she was at an impasse. And I feel like that was the middle ground. Well, then now. Then she, it wasn't had nothing. I feel like it had nothing to do with Solange or whatnot. But you know, what I'm saying like I just feel like, like, like this is the middle ground between I have to talk on this because I'm a, I'm a I've become a a symbol of of women empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I can't just let this nigga do some fuck shit and I not talk about it. But the thing about Beyonce when she does woman empowerment, it, it feels so pandering. It feels like it's pandering. Where, where Solange, it feels genuine. If like when she when she had that fucking like like a seat a seat at the table, that was like a perfect way to, to describe Solange out because it felt like a seat at the table for not only as black people but for Solange as an artist. Right? Yeah. It was a seat at the table, and it, it felt real and authentic. Whereas. No. It is real authentic, and I can't hate it. Beyonce, when she does it, it feels like she's doing it because she feels like that's the right thing to do for her success. And, and, that's, and the thing is, it might be the boy who cried wolf. Maybe Beyonce's being real whatnot, but because she's been fake for so long and been so kind of manufactured in a way whatnot that we are like, ah, that's some fake shit. Right. Well, so what will happen after Lemonade? Right. She made the Carters. Okay, which is a, which is a album with her husband. So they reunited. Woohoo! Yes. All that stuff. And then now she's at, she's. Featuring, I'm never, I don't know what album she has coming out, but she's doing stuff that's very similar to Make the Stallion, right? The rapping and the flow. So again, 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 I, it's again, lemonade, just a way of her kept riding the wave, catching the wave. When you when you mount the evidence like that, and you only have two albums that like, I feel like give us a peer into you between Lemonade and the Carters, and the rest of it's kind of manufactured. Then I can't really, I can't really answer that back. But it's just me, and me and my heart, I feel like Beyonce sat down, I was like, all right, how the fuck do I get out of this? Because I can't make music going forward without speaking to right. this. Right, and I'm gonna stay with Jay Z, so I, I can't. Wanna... I can't completely shit on him. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I also don't want to go in 60 minutes and, and and have somebody rail me through questions and whatnot, and have people rail me on social media because he's very conscious of social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do I get in the middle ground? And boom, album came. Out of it. The reason why I, I like Lemonade, it's a, yes. it's a good album, it's a real album, which I appreciate. Yes, I trust. Trust me, I appreciate no, the I album from Beyonce. But you're but you're very right to ask a question because I can't say I, I can't. I'm not gonna put my neck on the chopping board and say oh, Beyonce was totally real in that one. I know for sure. Right, because right. there's a mounting amount of evidence. Obviously, with her rapping now recently, it's just like what the fuck. They just stop it. I mean, she's just, just trying to wait. Well, just I mean, but the same time, stop doing what you're doing. Okay, but he, to be to be contradictive of even what I'm saying, the only way artists can survive for 10, 20 years is you have to change with the times. Yes. So. There's this weird balance you have to play, but at the same time, it just feels like Beyonce. She, she's, she's so cause commercial because she, she was formal because she was kind of like form. Oh, I forgot the word formulaic. I think people always say, but because she, she was adhering to a formula basically in the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. we're not giving her that grace of like, okay, well, you know, she's an older artist. She just got a couple of times, and it's like, okay, Beyonce was formula. She was she was adhering to the formula in her prime, so she's doing it now. Right, right. Which is fair. Just, yeah, just, it's just tight. Sorry, Beyonce. It's tight. You know what's a fun, before we stop talking about Beyonce, here's a fun little thing. Listen to the last Destiny Child album and tell me if it's better or worse than any of uh, Beyonce's albums. Have fun with that.
Anyways, right. moving on. All right, moving on. My third best woman album of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an album from 1997. And for me, this album is what I imagine. You know the term sirens? You ever you know Odysseus? Where Odysseus, you know. Yeah, the, the, ones the, in the, the, Greek, the ones in the, the water and they sing to you and, you. and you. And you get lured into them and you get stuck there forever because they're singing to you and they're so beautiful and gracious. And they it, eat you too. They probably do. <laughs> she probably would too. Um, this this artist and album reminds me of that because if this album puts me in a fucking trance every time I listen to it. <sighs> I wish I would have beat you to this. Wait, 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 is this your number two or three? This is my number three. Budazium by Erica Badu. I feel like this album, Yanni's just silent. He's pressing his lips. I'm going to let him pucker up. All right. This album. Do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. Is Do what you got to do. This album because it's number three this album makes her a neo soul goddess right this whenever someone makes neo soul even nowadays right any any neo soul album ever since then has been trying to catch up to Bedazium. every single album because it's literally another fun thing you guys can do at home try this listen to us we have the capability see we we, we grew up in a generation we have gen, decades of music at our hands we can just listen to decades of music and enjoy listen to Billie Holiday Okay, and then listen to Eric Badu, and let me know if they're similar or not. Okay, so she, Eric Badu, took Billy Holly's voice, sound, cadence, added it with some funky ass bassline and drops, some blues, some modern hip hop, yeah, and turned out one of the best albums of all fucking time. But Budazium is a great album. Okay, the only only knock I have on it, there is almost <laughs> too, it's almost too much of the goodness. It's 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 yeah. there's not enough diversity in it, but it's. It's okay because it's a fucking vibe, okay? Very unique album. I mean, nothing else compared. I don't know what else to talk about it. It seems like Yanni is literally bouncing up and down trying to hold this song. I'm going to let this man speak. Go ahead. I don't know. I, I, I can't argue with it. Um, obviously, uh, you're going to be mad because I decided that I'm just not going to do it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just going to make a blade. This wasn't even a, I wouldn't even try to even find a loophole in the rules. I just decided that I just wasn't going to choose. Um, I... Combined Mama's Gun and Budazium and made it number one. You just, you I'm just, gonna just spoil it right now. Yeah, you made it number one. So you combined uh, two albums and made it one. Let's let's hold off for that. Okay, yeah, so let's, we're gonna hold off on that because I, I just don't. I just it's it's just she's just yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I, c- I could yeah. see for me when I comes to my top actually more or less my top three. Okay, so my top five the t- the last two are tougher to f- figure out the top three. Any one of them could be number one, and I'll be yeah. fine. I would be happy. So you having that number one, I'm fine. I'm not, you don't have no argument with me. It's a great fucking album. The reason why I have a number three, there's a lot of songs, even though the songs are fucking great. And the one thing I like about this album is she refers to her other songs and the song right after the song. Like she'll say like the, the on and on hook and just another song. And, and it kind of still blends together. So the, the song almost feels like one journey. One wide, one one wave. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel like a collection of songs. The opposite of Beyonce. It's one cohesive, beautiful I, man, blues. I, I just see like like as far as impact and everything. Erica Badu, as an artist and and as her presence regarding to Mama's Gun and Budazium, she is. She just is. There's no effort. She just is, and she has always been. Yeah. And it's. I don't know. I don't. Have, I don't have. Too, I don't have enough words to describe. All right, let's move on. Go ahead. Number two. It's 21, Adele. 
Really? Yeah. That's your number two. That's my number two. We agree. Look yeah, at that. That's good. Wow. That's so good. we have Badu. We we both agree that Badu and Adele should be top three. Yes. And you put twenty one. Ah, that's interesting. So why twenty one? Let's. This is a good moment. I feel like we can just enjoy this together. There's just, no arguing. Let's go. Let's I just. I just. We're running through twenty one, right? Yes. Obviously. Now we got to think. Okay, how old were you when we came out? When twenty one came out? I'm trying to think. I was. I was in 11th grade. This is... Uh, so I was uh, 17, 18. Okay, yes, 2011. Mind you, this is rolling in the deep. Mm-hmm. This is someone like... like, like this is, these, are, these are songs. Yeah, so there's, there's a reason why I think we both agree why Adele is on this list. It's because she... The only person who could probably outsing her is Whitney Houston. Yep. But Adele makes better songs in her lyrics, bro. The lyrics are 21. Yes. So, the, so for those who don't know, she made 21 when she was 21 years old. I was gonna say is that you know it broke my heart not to put nineteen there when I but nineteen it was leading up mm-hmm. she wasn't refined as an artist when I, but chasing pavements and melt my heart to stone um, I have a soft spot in my heart for those songs but it just, it just she wasn't polished yet when there was some drop offs between those songs when you know what I mean right right yes. right well the production and the quality of the song got so and the difference about twenty one two is it was right after her heartbreak so she um, she broke up with a, like an eighteen month old relationship and then literally right after that happened she went again to the booth and she literally, she made rolling in the deep right after that like. Literally the day after she broke up, she made Rolling in the Deep. So again, suffering is a beautiful I, thing, I guys. Just, I just, I, Matt, 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 onto something with definitely regards to art, like fucking Van Gogh and and, and Adele getting in the booth and Beyonce getting in the booth for now. But obviously, Adele album's way better than Beyonce's Lemonade. We agree on that. Yes, we know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, it's like, like obviously, even recently, Bella Hadid just broke up with The Weeknd and whatnot. And he is singing his heart out. I I wrote a a, a, a a synopsis about his album. I haven't felt this way about the weekend since House of Balloons. Like he's singing his his whole asshole on the mm-hmm. out in his album. And Matt's right. The suffering. If you go, if if you're strong enough to put your feelings down on paper, to to put it in your art, and do it right after whatnot. I mean, the things that come out are crazy. They're magical. Like like okay. So you obviously have bedazim over this, which is that's that's fine. But yes. I, I feel like. From a pure passion and rawness standpoint, Baduasium is not touching this. No, no, this of course. is yes. soul. This is a hundred percent fucking soul. Yes. And you feel it. And like the thing about this album that's so interesting is she didn't use no tricks. She didn't use nothing fancy. She, she didn't came she, inside to just fuck shit up uh, with it her was voice. Crazy. Like just straight talent. It's just pure raw talent. And the and the, and the lyrics of it too. That's what makes that's what gets me too. It's the is the voice. She has the voice of Whitney Houston. Um, but she's the way she Describe something is so relatable, and so you connect with it in a way that you just can't. You know what yeah. I'm saying with with other other artists. Yes. Like this is the second best female album of all time, and we both agree about that. Yes, undoubtedly. Yes. Um. So some fun, fun facts about this: it was the world's best-selling album for two straight years, in um 2011 and 2012. So oh, for two insane. years, people were like, "I was just like, who is dude? Yeah. Who is this dude? Yeah, I don't know. He, he fucked up though. Who I mean, is I mean he did dude? it. I mean, he he helped produce one of the best albums of all. Time. And the thing is, so imagine feeling those type of emotions at 21, right? I, I wouldn't even know how to put that shit into words at the age of 21. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't even know how to explain and, and at kind the of age of 20. I'm just gonna play 2K and just eat. Right. Exactly. Just curl up on a ball. Like, I, like, like to make this masterpiece is crazy. And mind you, let me get this straight. This is what you guys understand is feelings plus doing art doesn't mean. Doesn't doesn't equal a great album. Mm-hmm. Axe Robin think that he fucked up. <laughs> he tried to sing Shorty, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not trying to come at Robin Thicke in his situation. I'm sorry it happened, but I'm just saying if you're a little, you know, a little bit more talented, you know, 
maybe he would have got her back. Maybe we had, maybe would have got a better, better. Or maybe had, had a little more album. soul, right? A little more soul Just in a there. Little bit a little of more pop. I don't know. You know. But he didn't, and he get a wreck. So there's that. Well, I mean, so another thing about this album. All right, so if you have to give this a GPA, or if you had, if you had to grade grade each song, I don't think Baduasium. I don't, I don't think Lauren Hill. Uh, Lauren Hill's my number one. If you couldn't tell, I but know. I but. But, but, you, but I think is, 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 is that we I think we both agree that this album would be the highest aggregate scored album. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. exactly. It would have the highest album. GPA. It just doesn't have all the extracurricular activities. It has Precisely. it has all it has it's a four Every song is fucking incredible. Every yes. song is gravitating and gripping. I would drink I would, I would rate like a, a three point eight, but it would, it would be what some is that called like some culotti? Yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be up there. It'd it, be up. The thing about it is that there's albums like this before. That's the only th- the, the only problem is that there's albums like this before, right? There's other iconic voices and stuff like that. It didn't do anything new. But man, that's it, what I'm saying. It's it just, did it the best. That's what I'm saying. It just it did, did it the best. best. And it's, it's, it's gonna have a lasting impact because it was a great album. But I feel like everything else beside behind that, besides it being like just like besides it being like like I cannot not grade this album as it being a great album. There's nothing. There's no other like kind of cultural impact behind it. Right. 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 There's no no culture. Yeah. No. There, yeah. There is no race. There is no there is no sex. There is no gender that you can, can deny. Just raw heartbreak. Exactly. Which is great still. Right. Yes. But at the same point in time, raw heartbreak. Can always be kind of it's like, it's like put it up on a shelf or not. Like an example for myself, I'm being honest. Let me just go through memory lane. So sick of love song didn't resonate to me until went through a heartbreak. Right, right. Then you put it up on the shelf after the heartbreak's done, and that's what kind of what you did when that's like, like, like you listen like, oh, this bitch is singing when I, but she not nobody's singing singing until it resonates it with you. It hits you exactly. And I think that's what one another thing we remember I talked about in the beginning how I kind of enjoyed diving into this R and B and diving yeah. into women's this woman albums. Yeah. It's because for the most part, a lot of women albums, especially the best women albums of all time, are R and B or talk about heartbreak. Yeah. That's just kind of what it is, right? I wasn't able to connect and resonate with that music as a child. I wasn't able to listen yes. to this music and feel that. But being an adult and experience those type of emotions, yes. experience all, all different spectrums of love, it opens up this whole new genre to me that before I was tone deaf to because I didn't resonate. But now, shit, I listen to Adele 21. God damn. Man. Sing your shit, girl. That shit was powerful. That shit was like, wow. I mean. It makes me, me want to smoke a cigarette look outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, man, that's, that, that, that's man, it's it's rough. Yeah, it's 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 a powerful stuff, but man, I, I, I mean, can we put this at number one? I know we both have number two. You know what? We're, we're I, talking we ourselves. A deal. We can have a yeah. handshake deal. And we're gonna put this at number one. Wow, this first time ever happened. We've we just never done this. this. Got promoted. This we talked ourselves into elevating this shit to number one, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it. I mean, you were right. The education of Lauren Hill, it, though it was it was that's my number was my number one. Though it was gripping, and though it, it changed yeah. the way music, like it was so authentic. The thing I think the one thing I liked about it is that she denied Wyclef offered to produce it. Um, fucking a lot of big, really popular producers actually produced it. She's like, no, I'm gonna go in Jamaica, hang out with this Marley kid, and do it myself. And she did everything by herself. So the reason why Education Lauren Hill, the reason why I put it above Twenty One initially was the sheer authenticity, the sheer creative yeah. creative genius to it, and it was completely unique and it was something that changed music forever. No, but twenty one. No, you got me right. Place. You got me right. Um, honestly, with um, Miseducation Lauren Hill, I, I I was acting up. It deserves <laughs> to be or deserves to be top three, and it probably be top three for a long ass time still. Mm-hmm. So it, it deserves to be in that category in, in, in that realm, and it's gonna stay there. Well, the one thing about Miseducation Lauren Hill, one thing you have to think about is that the other music that was around at the time, the other thing that Queen Latifah had a couple songs that were were par- empowering for women, but it just didn't have that the stick. And then the Miseducation Lauren Hill was the first rapper, the first female 
in the hip hop community that just put it on for the like it was uh, it's the best hip one of the best hip hop albums of all time. It's how it changed how Easily. we view hip hop. Yes. Hip hop is no longer just it had to be rap. It had to be flow. She involved she involved. R&B, um, Caribbean, uh, rap, um, yeah, God. She had gospel to it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I was wilding. I was wilding. I was wilding. Yeah, I think Miss Ed, uh, the education Laura Hill was so diverse, was so unique that it's, it has to be top three, but you're right. I think 21, man. I, I'm still going to debate. I still have to debate it in my head. Like I don't know which one deserves to be number one in my Because 21 was great, but I don't know. I don't know. 20, I, I can handshake deal and put 21 higher than Buddhism only because I, cause I, I, I feel like if I, if you make me choose between between one between Buddhism and, and Mama's Gun, if I can't combine them or not, then I'm gonna pick twenty one. The thing about Buddhism is that it's just too many. It's just too much. It's too much of the same flavor. Like when you when you're eating a delicious meal and and all the flavors cases the same, it's cool. Especially if it's really good. Like Buddhism, yes. it's, really it's really fucking really good. good. But I, I want some fries everyone, or I just want something a little bit yeah. different at least in the album. And but yes. Buddhism, you didn't get that. But yes. what she did was the best form of neo soul we've ever heard. So I'm not. This Still is not to, to the, this day. Yeah, to this day, and there's Still a lot of neo soul artists. There's a lot of We've people. We've been two decades deep, and we haven't found anything better. Right, right. So, so, and also the cultural impact behind Buddhism. I mean, like it's like it, like still to the, like literally, you can. I, I'm not trying to be rude here. I'm just saying is that like you can literally see like like the what I want to say the crumbs from Buduism on top of everything on top oh, of Neo everything so. on top of directly on top of Jane Iko's Chalombo mm. like, it's, it, it's there it's literally there well cause she she took blues and she hip hop she was the first one to take blues like the old school blues that everyone loves everyone loves old school when you hear old blues it makes you feel good so it's a smoothness to it and she took it and she made it hip hop you know, that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying but you see I mean obviously I feel like that's the thing is I feel like the, the base culture impact you birth your own genre on it in a sense like you said that about Lauren Hill and I, and she did it. Hers is more wide ranging, so we can't really focus in on a group or not. But for bad, for, for for like for Baduism and obviously Neil Soul and that, like you can direct, you can draw a direct straight line from that between Solange. Jane, like, it, it's a straight line. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm more than sure if we pull up interviews or whatnot, like everybody's name is gonna be like it's gonna be this. Right. And think about Erica Badu. She's so unique to her character. I don't know if I would want to hang out with. Her. She seems like a very interesting person, but I don't know if I would want to. She seems like a person, you know, try to like. You have to eat the bosom of my apple and enjoy the fruits of my labor. Of and I'm, I'm just asking what she wants from DoorDash. I feel like she's a person who you know is like that. Listen, you're absolutely right because Badu. I mean, she's 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 showing that 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 whatever she has, she has wrapped men. And she, she what, what is the word? I'm learning these things as I'm as, as I'm learning. You know, obviously for my wife also when I'm just doing some more reading when I. She is. Very, very. She's seated very well in her divine feminine, and that feminine is blossoming and flowering. Oh, it's and been it's, blossoming it's and flowering scent. for a minute. It's a scent okay. that just between pulls. Common, between Jay Elect, between Andre Three Thousand. Like the fact that she got all these niggas as friends, you gotta have. Uh, look, some people might call it game. It depends on how y'all use it. But she has influence, mm. and it's raw, and it comes from. It, 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 she ain't buy it. Yeah, she just got it like that, and it's all over Baduism and whatnot. All it, over it, it. And, it's, and, it, and it, it, it evokes a certain vibration. You know what I'm saying? It's and like a trance. It's, it's a trance. It's put you in a ha- trance. That's what I'm saying. I just I don't I, I couldn't put, I was not gonna pick between Mama's Gun and, and Baduism. But think about yes. Baduism. Every time I hear it, I feel like I'm in a fucking I don't I can't remember what the movie is, but I feel like I'm in that movie with Jessica Rabbit at a club. You know what I'm talking about? Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit at the yeah. club. Yes, and I hear. You know, and I'm just like it just puts you in the fucking trance. No, it's, right. it's a whole it's. It's an experience. It's, I feel like Baduism is less of an album and more of an experience for me. Yes. That, I agree. Does that make sense? That makes where, 
sense. With Lauryn Hill was a, a, was an album that was transformative and, and pushed the limits of hip hop, what hip hop could be. And then Adele's Twenty One was just straight talent. Yes. And and yeah, overwhelming talent. That's yes, the thing. exactly. That's overwhelming power. Right, it's like Broly. It's like Broly. Like yes. no technique. Yes. It was very simplified, but it's just overwhelming. Yeah, you just don't have it. it, it it's like like Adele's Adele's talent on Twenty One was was very much like like I would say like. Like vintage LeBron, like Miami Heat, like you just don't have an answer for him, and that's just going to be. He's going to average sixty field, sixty percent from the field, and it's, it's just going gonna... to be mostly dunks and and ones, and <laughs> it's just that's what's going to be. It's like it's like Randy Johnson's fast ball mm-hmm. when he was like on the Mariners, like you know it's coming, it's coming high tight right now, but guess what? You can't catch it. Mm-hmm. It's Sorry, too hot. It's, it's just deal. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, no, you're absolutely right, and I just yeah, it's floored by it. Well, can we go over our list one more time? I mean, yeah, we can. Just, yeah. I, I know I made some amendments, but I I got them. You ready? All right. So number five. I'm gonna admit it's Pink Friday. I'm gonna keep on putting. I'm gonna keep on Pink Pink Friday. You love that. fucking Pink Friday. I Jesus. I have respect for Pink Friday. Cause I didn't see it, and people want to act like you didn't see it. It's okay. I, I see it. it. I seen it. Um, what's your number five? My number five is Horses by Patti Smith. All right. I, I I haven't listened, so I can't hate. Yep. Is she influenced rock music forever? So then there's Lemonade by Beyonce. Tracy Chapman, number four. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So mad about that one. Number three, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. I have Baduism. But it was my can't hate on it. Yeah, we beer. And then, yeah. uh, and then um, at I, my, I think, gonna do, I think we're gonna do it. Twenty one's Adele is number one. Yeah, and number two. So is, then I had I had number two uh, as we agreed. We handshake agreed on it. So I guess number two is Mama's Gun plus plus Baduism. You combine the two. Mama's Gun. Mama's Gun's not as strong as Baduism. It's I so good. I combined both. Like I listen. I listen. You get. You're not gonna. You're not, you're not gonna listen. To Baduism, and you're not gonna not listen to uh, Bag Lady. You're not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Right. It's, it's great. It's great. It goes together. They're a value pack. I don't care what anybody says. You know, one thing I found interesting as I reread this is that all these albums that I just listed off on my list, besides Twenty One, was all their debut albums. Just a fun fact. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that signifies. I don't know what that means. No, I think I know. I think it signifies exactly what you think. Because I mean, people are like, "Oh my God, on their debut album, they got it right, and then why they fall off?" Well, because. Unbeknownst to you, they were a citizen before the debut album, and they were working on this shit for like six or seven or eight or ten years or whatnot. <laughs> so and you, want, you want them to flip it over and then in two years give you the same shit. No, that's a decade's worth of work that culminated in their debut album. So I think you're absolutely right. So, yeah, I, I just find it interesting. And then, um, you know, it's the best albums kind of, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's always number one. Yeah. I thought to say. Well, woman, I hope we did you justice. Uh, we tried. Did you, I mean, we tried. Uh, we, we probably fell short, but this is our attempt. Because women are awesome and very powerful and and fierce. You know, yeah, this changed my my music perspective. Actually, to be yeah. honest, I'm, I'm I feel like after diving into this list, I'm way more open to a lot of different things. Actually, me too. Me too. All right. Me well, um, until then, guys, uh, we love you. Um, we love your moms. Uh, yep. We love your sisters. Yep. We don't love your girlfriend, but we were staring at her booty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I was not. Maybe Matt probably was. Though. Maybe, maybe. Um, but, but we love um, everybody. Does that sounds sexist. Is that, is that a horrible sexist way to just end this? This probably pro- is. Uh, I think. I think what we're probably going to say is that we appreciate all women, um, whether they're whether I mean not just in their beauty, but in their brains, and also in what they bring, and also their power, their wisdom, and everything. All right, now we're 100 percent pandering. But shout out to you, women. Right. For real though, I hate that. Bye. Love you. <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, fairies, goblins, witches. People sit down when they pee. Well, people who are not from Slytherin House. Everybody else, hello. I'm Yanni. And I'm Matt. And we're the top five guys. We're here to show you guys the greatest songs, actually greatest albums done by females. A history of all time. So we're, we're breaking this shit down. So th- there, this was beginning of music. The now. beginning. We're talking about Etta James. We're talking about Billy Holiday. We're getting early and yes. often. And we're here. Yep. Hey, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 